to another episode of Pink Lemonade, an original podcast of Eternal Life Lemons into Lessons. My name is Whitney B, and I am your host. And today we're going to talk about how to move beyond motivation. You know, as I get older, I recognize that self-discipline is truly a radical act of self-love. The ability to follow through and do exactly what you say that you're going to do is a priceless gift that only you could give yourself. Motivation is usually the default that we resort to, right? When we want to get something done. How many times have you told yourself, I don't feel like going to the gym because I'm not motivated. I don't feel like going back to school because I'm not motivated. Or I haven't went hard on my business because I'm not motivated. The word motivation actually comes from the Latin word movere, which means to move. Motivation can be internally or externally motivated and at best represents the persistence of goal-directed voluntary effort. Scientists have been studying this stuff for years, y'all, even as early as the 19th century. And there's so many differing perspectives on the reasons that activate us to do what we do. While motivation is the mainstream reason that we use in society, one of the things that we overlook is self-discipline. Motivation may activate you, but self-discipline is what sustains you. Think of motivation as a vehicle and self-discipline as your gas. You know, when you get in the car, your vehicle is getting you from point A to point B, but ultimately it's the gas and that deposit of gas consistently that keeps you going. I'm learning to recognize that sometimes you have to do what you have to do so you can eventually do what you want to do. Self-discipline can feel so hard to master, but think about the ways that you practice discipline every day. So I give an example. Every day I get up, I pray, and then I immediately grab my phone and I get on social media. Or every Tuesday and Thursday when I'm doing my fitness twerk classes, I immediately hop over to Speedway and I get a dollar icy. It may seem small, But you have to really think about the patterns and the habits that you are dedicated to performing on a regular basis without thought. The challenge then becomes when you have to consciously think about the repeated actions that you are committed to doing. When you set not even just a goal, but a standard for yourself, sometimes that's when the consistency wavers. It's easy to put yourself on the back burner because you believe that you have the privilege of time. Sometimes time is on our side and for other people, the clock is ticking. What I think is most interesting is while we can easily put ourselves second, we don't like the idea of letting other people down. I did some research and psychology shares that the top reasons that we don't want to let people down include several different things from wanting that external accountability because when you have an accountability it gives you that extra pressure to fall through sometimes we don't want to be socially rejected sometimes we feed into our emotional connections sometimes we don't think that we're worthy of our own efforts and we ultimately put others before ours and then sometimes it's more instant gratification when we help other people it's sometimes a more immediate versus when we're working on ourselves and sometimes we perceive someone else's needs as more important And then finally, you ultimately just continue a cycle of putting others' needs first. 
Does that sound familiar to you? I've lived in that cycle for years and still exhibit those self-sacrificing behaviors. Remember, every time that you say yes to someone else, you're saying no to yourself in some form. While I think it's important to be considerate and committed to others, it is equally crucial to practice self-commitment and self-care through discipline. It's definitely a thing to recognize the roots of why we operate the way that we do with others so we can begin to grow and cultivate self-discipline to prioritize our own daggone well-being and goals we have to learn how to be motivated not just for the love and approval of others but for the sake of showing ourselves that we can be just as committed to our own whys as much as we are to others One of the reasons that I hear people share that they can't get something done is the phrase easier said than done. Um, I did some research on the phrase and found out that people have been using that term as early as 1483 when it was first seen in a print book. And in that day, it was worded as it's easier to say it than do. And so that phrase suggests that what may appear to be effortless is actually a lot harder to do for the person who's saying it. So if you're one of those people and if you ever find yourself saying that phrase, I want you to reframe that phrase into this question. How can I still get it done when I know that it won't be easy and I'm learning how to show up for myself on the days that I don't feel like it because I deserve it and my future deserves it. And I had to recognize that the habits that we form today are the seeds that allow us to bloom into who we need to be. So as you think about your relationship with being disciplined, I want you to consider a couple of things. With the first being that you have to be faithful, patient, and disciplined enough to have what you want. Without those elements, you will always settle for less. But the first thing that you must know is what you want. What are you doing this for? Is this an action that's truly for you? Or is it only tied to your external motivation? You have to take the time to explore what you want and why you want it. Knowing what and why are a prerequisite before you get to the how, which is how you actually execute. The second piece is understanding the difference between motivation and self-discipline and changing the narrative. Recognize that motivation is fickle. It will always fluctuate based on external circumstances and emotions. Your motivation is out of your control, but discipline, it gives you the consistency, the willpower, and the capacity to resist distractions that can hinder your progress. So instead of telling yourself you need motivation, know that motivation itself is not the only answer. The only thing between you and getting what you want is the action that it takes to get there. Commit to your goals, break them down into smaller steps, and dedicate the time it will take by any means necessary. Your goals may force you to sacrifice, change your relationships, and make you uncomfortable. Okay, be okay with that. Don't be so attached to where you are in this moment and what you see right now that it stops you from getting where you're going. And where you're going may unlock a totally different level of opportunities and growth that you may not see right now. And then finally, know that if you have faith, you have discipline. When I talk about faith, I'm talking about faith in yourself and most importantly, faith in a higher power. Faith provides a sense of purpose and direction which fuels self-discipline. And if you can believe in the outcomes of your efforts, it will encourage you to be consistent and focused on your actions. If you have faith, it helps you overcome obstacles and setbacks to maintain the commitment to your goals. Additionally, having faith in a higher power or purpose can give you a source of strength that you didn't even know that you could have as I was preparing for this episode 
I looked through my notes from 2017 and I came across a Bible verse and a reflection that I wrote down. So the verse is from Matthew 9, 20 through 22. And it talks about a woman who had bled for 12 years. I guess Jesus was in her vicinity. And so she wanted to get close to him. She wanted to touch him because she believed that if she could touch his cloak, that Jesus would ultimately heal her. And so as she was touching his cloak, he turned around and said, take heart, daughter, your faith has healed you. And in that instant that she was healed. And I I love this verse because it reinforces the power of faith. As a woman, I can only imagine the pain and embarrassment that she felt bleeding for that entire time. It probably made her uneasy. Um, It ultimately probably made her feel like she couldn't lead a normal life. But because of her faith, she continued to believe that her situation would get better regardless of her circumstances. And it's exciting to imagine that just the belief of Jesus can heal. And I admire this woman's faith. And although I don't know the full story or the background, I imagine that her faith was tested often and my faith is tested often and I've often given it in. But I know that if I keep a focus on God and look outside of myself to always keep it together, then I know that I can conquer whatever holds me back from being disciplined. Our best should stem from our ability and willingness and desire to grow. But see, we put those things on hold because in reality, sometimes we're not willing to truly give the effort for the things that we said that we want. I had to ask myself, do I really want this as bad as I say that I do? And when I look to see if my actions match my intentions, things don't add up. And they don't add up because I haven't haven't been obedient to my potential. I know my worth, but I'm not working in my worth. And the one thing I realize is that you can't find success in your life until you show up. Those wins, no matter the size, remain a fixation of your imagination until you turn your anxiety into action. They say there are three R's to building discipline. Reminders, routines, and rewards. Dedicate to your discipline by finding those triggers or cues that remind you of what you're doing. Commit to building a routine around getting things done and reward yourself for doing it. Oftentimes, the biggest battles that we face are internal, and most people don't see what we have to go through to get to the outcome. We always clap when people make it to the other side, but I encourage you to practice gratitude and self-compassion in this moment and clap for yourself along the way. And as you continue to show up for yourself, you'll see that you're building the systems, the discipline, and the confidence that you need to continue showing up for yourself. I recently uh, listened to an interview by Bazoma St. John. You know, she's a marketing guru, and she was behind some of the most major companies in the world. And she said that when we climb mountains, we will always be looking for another mountain to climb when we get to the top. Recognize that everything that you are doing for you right now in this moment is not in vain because it's preparing you for the next mountain that you need to conquer. You just have to see it through. Before we go today, I want to leave you with this quote. Day by day, what you choose, what you think, and what you do is who you become. So I want to ask you, what are the steps that you need to take today to honor and build the person that you're becoming? Thanks again for listening to another episode of Pink Lemonade Podcast. Once again, my name is Whitney B and I am your host. If you like what you heard, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to wherever you listen to your favorite episodes. You can follow Pink Lemonade Podcast at pinklemonadepodcast.com or follow us on IG or Facebook at Pink Lemonade Podcast. Until next time, peace.